Hello and welcome to FD TV. We are back again with another episode of our daily football show. I'm your host Ali, joined with my fellow co-host Jawad. Jawad, how are you doing today? I'm doing exceptional. I'm uh, looking forward to the new football season. Some seasons have already kicked off. We are waiting for a few others to kick off. So without any further ado, make sure to hit the thumbs up. And if you're new here, make sure to hit the subscribe button as well. Let's get into it. So let's start off with Calcio, Serie A, the Italian league. Obviously, this season is going to be very terrific, uh, considering the manager swaps that has happened and the transfer activity that has been conducted in the past few weeks. So let's start off with the top four. Who are your top four predictions for this season? So the fourth team, I feel like uh, a lot, not a lot of credit is given to them. And even though they were the underdog a few seasons ago, no one is actually really, really talking about them as contenders. So here's my pick for number fourth. I have to go with Gasparini's Atlanta. Uh, the reason I say that is I still feel like there are some key players which they would uh, not be able to keep. They've already lost Golini. They've already lost Christian Romero. And there are rumors that Ilicic along with Duvan Zapata are rumored to be leaving. And uh, if those two players were to leave, uh, the Atlanta squad is not going to be the same. Now, that's not to say that they haven't got any other talented players in there. They absolutely have. They've got Luis Muriel, a absolute lethal striker. Uh, they've got Pessina, who can run all day long. What a player he was for Italy in the Euros as well, chipping in when necessary. So they have got players who can still, still provide and still be at the top of the game. Uh, and on top of that, they've got an excellent uh, Gasparini who's coaching them someone who's very uh, I, I can say hot-headed in in a sense that if the player does not play his way he will not play them it's as simple as that we saw that uh, with Papu Gomez last season where they had to shift him midway through the season because he wasn't fitting into the plans of Atlanta and of specifically Gasparini so all these players and uh, the coach's talent, it, it's going to be something which is going to be exciting to watch. But what uh, they were last season and what they were season before that, I, I don't feel that At Atlanta are going to be quite the same because of that. And because Atlanta are not the same as, as they were, I feel like there, there are a few things that will be here and there. Uh, Ruben Guzens, uh, another great player uh, who's been actually excellent for them. And it really, really showed at the Euros what he's capable off for Germany and uh, they are, do have talent in their squad but I feel like there are some other protagonists in the league which are going to be finishing above them so for that reason and that reason alone I, I feel like the rest of the squads are slightly better but I could be wrong here this is the pick that I'm least confident about but I'm going with Atlanta to finish the number fourth spot who have you got at number four well my number four is a shot in the dark but I'm fairly confident after going with a detailed analysis that I did a while ago. My number 4 team in Serie A this season is AS Roma. I think Jose Mourinho is back in Italy and he will be back in his element galvanizing the Roma team and he will you know obviously apply his defensive style which works in Italy and people can bash him all they want but when it comes to Roma they finished with 62 points last season. Uh, and now I think Jose Mourinho is the right kind of manager who can grind out results for them because I think they have a good enough squad to finish in top four. Uh, with Inter Milan getting weaker by the day, AC Milan, they have strengthened somewhat, but not entirely, not all over the pitch. They have retained the same players as last season. And Juventus, they are still pretty much the same 
uh, let's see if that Locatelli deal happens or not. So Roma do have a very good chance of finishing in the top four. I think Atlanta have lost a very good player in Romero, and Golini, Golini uh, was a great goalkeeper as well. So these two players leaving will have an impact in Gasparini's team, and I think that Roma will be the team which finishes in the fourth spot this season. They are looking to sign. Uh, Tammy Abraham, who I rate extremely highly, he will add goals to their team. They have uh, kept hold of Lorenzo Pellegrini, and Jose Mourinho is familiar with the team because he has worked with uh, Chris Pauling and Henrik Mkhitaryan. So he had some, he has some workhorses in the team to grind out the results, turn the draws into wins, and if they get a one nil. Uh, lead in the opening stages there's not a man on the planet who can defend better than Jose Mourinho's Roma so i think Jose Mourinho will retain the fourth spot this season and i think it will be a major improvement for AS Roma considering their last season so starting off i'll say Inter Milan having lost their protagonist in Romelu Lukaku the uh, excellent center forward that they had and obviously their attacking fullback Ashraf Hakimi has left as well along with some other talented players. Ashley Young chipped in a few goals here and there and a few assists. And mainly, their coach has left them. Uh, so, no longer Conte and more and more Inzaghi. So, Simone Inzaghi has taken over and he seems to be a Conte light for the people who don't know the system that he has deployed. is very similar to what Conte does. So, the system in change will not be that much. But what will be changing is the way... Conte's aggressiveness was on the sideline. He's a personality in himself, whereas Inzaghi is a little bit more subdued. Now, they haven't had a replacement come in for Lukaku as of yet, but there are a few rumors that it could be either Atlanta's Duvan Zapata or even Fiorentina's Duzan Vlahovic. So, these are some very, very talented names and probably one of the few uh, rest of number nines which are at the top of Serie A. So, with all that said, I feel like the Enter team has been picked apart and no longer I feel like can they defend, justifiably defend the culture crown. So, I feel like uh, the Campionate is going to go somewhere else, not to Inter Milan. So, for that reason and for other teams strengthening while Inter have not, I feel like they finished third. Well, I have to absolutely agree with you there. Inter Milan are also finishing at the third spot for me. And the reason is pretty much the same as you mentioned. Obviously, they lost Lukaku, who was an absolute baller in Italy and provided with all the goals and the intensity and attack. So that has gone. Obviously, they signed Caden Dzeko, a transfer which was finalized a few hours ago. So Dzeko coming in for Lukaku, I mean... Obviously, Jacko is a backup. He's 35 now. So, that is a good, still a good signing. He's a hard worker. But Lukaku going away to Chelsea is a big loss considering the Inter Milan impact that Lukaku had. Other than that, they uh, got rid of Akhraf Hakimi, who is going to add value to any team that he plays in. And he they replaced him with Denzel Dumfries. But they're not the same level. He's not going to provide the same number of goal contributions as Hakimi. So, that's a second major loss. The third major loss would be Conte. Obviously, Inzaghi is coming in, who took charge of Lazio for five seasons and took them back to the Champions League group stages. But he's not Conte, who is a league specialist. So, Inzaghi, Jacko, Dumfries and Hakan Cholonuklu. Although, on paper, you might uh, think that this is a good enough squad for retaining the league but that's definitely not the case and Inzaghi will take time to build a good enough momentum at Inter Milan to push them towards challenging 
towards the league title again. So that's why Inter Milan are my third pick. I hate to say this, but I don't think we improve. And it's going to be AC Milan finishing second. Uh, gutted to say to be saying that. But I feel like there are a few other teams in Serie A which are a little bit better on their day because of individual talent. Now, let's name it. The players that we have lost so far... Uh, major players I'm talking about is Gigi Donnarumma, probably if not the best goalkeeper in the world right now. We have replaced him with a very capable Mike Mignon, uh, who's a very, very capable keeper on his day. And he's very light on his feet. He's able to start plays from the back, similar to what Gigi used to do for AC Milan. Uh, even though it's a little bit of a downgrade, I still feel like the goalkeeping position is not as important as, let's say, a number 9 or a number 10 who are very influential. Or even the double pivot that uh, Pioli has been... Uh, actually using in this system what is going to make a difference is the loss of Hakan Chahanalolu so as much as I can say that he was a trader he just uh, switched city to Inter Milan and you have whatever you want to call it right the big difference here is that Chahanalolu actually contributed 20 somewhat league goals uh, and assists last season you have to find someone to actually replace those 20 goals with so far we have got Brahim Diaz on a permanent deal. So he was already used to the team. He finished the season strong last season. But I am I still have doubts that he'll be able to contribute 20 league goals and assists uh, this season like Chanonolu did. I feel like the number 10 role is going to be a bit of a weakness. On top of that, you add in Sandro Tonali, Frank Kessier, Ismail Benesser. Two out of those three players are going to be leaving for the African Cup of Nations. So for those reasons, I feel like it's going to be a similar campaign to last where we start off strong, end strong. But the middle half of the season could be where the trouble is. They retained Tomori and he signed from Chelsea. Great signing. They got Giroud, who is a decent enough third-choice striker. Uh, Sandro Tonali is a wonderful midfielder who is familiar with the Italian league. Uh, I think they're stronger than the rest and they're good enough to be the second place team in Italy. But again, this is the time for this was the time for Milan to invest in some proper players. They could have got Rodrigo Ripoll if they made a better offer, but he chose Atletico Madrid. Domenico Berardi still at Sassuolo. I don't know how. He's a wonderful player and I think he will be a brilliant signing for Milan if it happens out of nowhere. Peoli, if he pushed the board. I think they could have gotten players like Rodrigo Di Paul or Berardi. And the biggest thing, as you mentioned, is Latan Ibrahimovic. He was the center point of attack for Milan. So, who is your champion? If it's not Juventus, I will be shocked. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, for, for certain reasons. I, I have to go with Juventus. The pedigree. Uh, Allegri rejoining. And having Cristiano Ronaldo still in the team. Still hungry and obviously actively looking for competition. Since his arch rival, Lionel Messi, has chosen to go with PSG. Uh, there are still rumors circulating that PSG could be looking to reunite the two gods of football. in Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. I don't see that happening. I see him staying. And if he stays and Juventus are going to be playing under Allegri again, there are some beautiful players in the team. They've got Federico Chiesa who came off a brilliant Euros. Absolutely stunning player and what a player on his day. They've got Dybala who's still firing, right? A lot of people forget. And under Allegri, if he's able to pick his form up again, he should be a very dynamic forward that they've got on their hands. Now, midfield is where they were struggling. That's a bit of a weakness. But with the beautiful front line of Dybala, Ronaldo, Federico Chiesa and Kulfseski, 
you have getting Kulovsky, who, ha- who had somewhat of a subdued season as per his standards, but he is brilliant on his day as well. And then you've got the absolute beast of a defender in Banucci. They've retained Chiellini. They've got the Licht. They've got a, a deep enough squad and still the squad who played under Allegri or a lot of players are familiar under his system. And going back to that familiarity and going back to Allegri, I, I feel like the, there isn't a doubt in my mind that uh, they should be winning. The only team that could challenge them is Milan. And I, I don't see Milan at the same level as Juventus as of right now. There are certain trump cards, i.e. Cristiano Ronaldo, who could be banging in goals like he was 19. So I, for that reason, I have to go with Juventus as the champion uh, of Italy. Absolutely. I think the old lady will retain its former glory. And the main reason is not even Cristiano Ronaldo. The main reason is a league specialist, and that is Massimiliano Allegri. He is ha- far too tactical for other managers in the league uh, on his current streak in Italy and I think he obviously Ronaldo will be very hungry to score goals considering that Messi is moving to PSG in a far better team in a far easier league so Ronaldo will be looking to bring his A form this season as well and I think this will be a again a comfortable league win by a good enough margin for Juventus this season. Uh, I have a few points regarding Dybala and Chiesa. I think Dybala, everybody hyped him to be the next Messi like people always do. But I think this is a statement season for Dybala. He's not young anymore. He's not a kid. So he needs to make an impact. He's reaching his prime. And he, uh, this will be a season where Dybala can actually take that next step and belong in the category of the top forwards in the world of football. Uh, Allegri coming back in uh, has a lot of benefits because he's familiar with the squad. Also, he knows how to utilize players who are far less tactical as compared to the rest of the squad like uh, Federico Bernadeschi and he can make use of uh, players like Tillich and bring them back to their absolute best. So that's why I think Juventus are clear favorites. It will be a really shocking thing to see if Juventus lose and I think uh, Cristiano Ronaldo will have a major impact this season yet again. That brings to me to my next question. Who do you think takes the top scorer award in Italy this season? Is there any doubt? I mean, really, is there any doubt? Uh, uh, Lukaku isn't there, so no one's pushing him. Uh, there are a few other players like Chiro Immobile, who's always in for a shout, but changing coaches and uh, not having really the same impact as he did a couple of seasons ago. I don't see Chiro at the top as well. Uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, the absolute legend of the game, uh, the immortal Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, he's my golden boot. He's my top scorer for Serie A. He is the campio... Uh, Campio Campioneri for the season. Even if Lukaku was there, Ronaldo still won it last season uh, in a very poor Juventus side. So I think Ronaldo with Allegri back, I think uh, Allegri will push Ronaldo in a good enough team to score 20-25 goals and give him the top scorer award. Lutaro Martinez is an interesting shout but I think his ability to score goals is far more limited when he's not going to be playing with uh, Romelu Lukaku. Other than that, there always have been a wild card entry like Fabio Quagliarella who got the golden boot I think a couple of seasons ago or four seasons ago when Ronaldo came to Italy. I think that these are the kind of players who always make an impact. 
Dominico Berardi got 15, I think 15 goals last season so I think he can push his game to another level as well so there can be a wild card entry but Cristiano Ronaldo is a clear favorite in this regard as well so that was our predictions for the Italian Serie A this season let's see what happens a lot of good managers made a lot of good switches and transfer market activity is still going on so let's see where this season leads us over the course of the next 12 months so another season in Germany of Bundesliga is going to bring excitement for fans all over the world Borussia Dortmund got Marco Rose as their coach Julian Nagelsmann switched ships and went from RB Leipzig to Bayern Munich who do you think is going to take the Bundesliga crown this season <laughs> uh, yet another season and I think a, a number 10th title in the row is in the vision for Bayern Munich uh, they have lost some key players in the likes of Jerome Boateng and they've lost uh, David Alaba. They've lost uh, a lot of uh, their core in terms of experience, which has struggled. So this means that because of that reason, uh, there are chances that they might end up shaking up a little bit and they might end up losing the Bundesliga title race. But uh, I'm not of those opinion. I feel like Bundesliga is still a little bit weak and they're still a one-horse race in a sense that it, it's going to come down to the wire maybe. But Bayern still takes the title and they still win. So uh, they've got the great Robert Lewandowski up front, who's already kicked off the season with a goal, who's already winning for Bundesliga uh, in terms of goal tally. Even though they started off a little bit slow with a one-all draw, I still feel that they have enough in the tank to take the title home. No, it's not going to be a shock if Bayern Munich wins it again. Uh, Julian Nagelsmann, I think, is one of the best managers on the planet, hands down. Uh, his switch from RB Leipzig to uh, Bayern Munich came at the right time. Hansi Flick has left a great legacy in a short time. And I think Julian Nagelsmann was the perfect replacement. He started off, uh, I think, fairly poorly with Borussia Mönchengladbach getting one point against Bayern Munich on the opening day. And Borussia Dortmund, on the other hand, to demolition with Haaland getting two goals again. So I think it will be close. I think it will be a ma margin of five points at the top of the table and it, it will come down to the uh, Bundesliga derby which is Borussia Dortmund going against Bayern Munich. So that is how close I think this season is going to be. Nagelsmann is a great manager but unfortunately the Bayern Munich squad has not strengthened and Another season has approached and they still haven't got a proper replacement for, sorry, not a replacement, a second option for Robert Lewandowski. If Lewandowski gets injured, I know he has, he's a beast and has a terrific fitness record, but they got Eric Chupamothing as a second striker who is a Stoke City reject. So him being a 30-year-old bench option is not good enough for me. Uh, Mueller obviously is loving his new role as a progressive attacking midfielder. So I think he won't be going to the centre-forward option anytime soon. Opamakano is a great addition. But Boateng is a, still a loss. I think he can still do a job at a mid-table club in any of the top five leagues. Uh, some of the teams might be able to get a result at the Allianz Arena. So I think this will be the season where the gaps get closer but still won't be good enough for Borussia Dortmund to knock Bayern Munich off the top spot in the Bundesliga. That brings me to my next question. Who wins the top scorer award? Everybody thought that Haaland going to Bundesliga will knock Lewandowski off the top spot and Haaland will be the one who will take the torch from Lewandowski as the top scorer being the younger player. So Lewandowski surprised everyone with 41 goals, broke the all-time record in Bundesliga. Do you think he can carry out the same season or Haaland takes the claim? 
Uh, it's interesting. I'm going to throw another name and this is the name I feel like wins it. And that's Andre Silva. What a season he had. He ended up outscoring Haaland in the league. Now he's playing for RB Leipzig. A team which is going to be creating a lot more opportunity. A team which is very, very capable on this day. And uh, after a season of 41 goals, an absolute beast, which is uh, Lovell Lewandowski. I don't feel this could be the same. I feel like it has to go to someone else. And for that reason, I feel like it is going to be Andre Silva. It isn't Haaland. It isn't uh, Robert Lewandowski. It is going to be Andre Silva. Who, who do you think uh, is going to be winning the top scorer this season? Julian Nagelsmann's attacking approach is far too superior as compared to the teams that Haaland and Andre Silva are playing. So that is why I think Lewandowski will take advantage of that approach and will be the top scorer yet again. He won't score 41 goals, obviously. That's ridiculous. Only a once in a decade kind of thing. But Lewandowski, I think, still is a very good striker. He is one of the best strikers in the world, uh, along with Harry Kane. So I think Lewandowski will take the top scorer award easily. Haaland will be breathing down his neck for most of the season but considering the form of Dortmund might slip up around Christmas and that has an effect on your top players so that's why I think that Haaland will finish second or third. Andre Silva who was a brilliant signing for Leipzig will be in the, in the conversation as well but Lewandowski takes it by at least a margin of five goals. So the biggest news shocked the football world about a week ago when Lionel Messi left the Spanish league to join PSG in a disturbing transfer for all Barcelona fans around the world. This leaves a lot of questions which are unanswered. Can Atletico Madrid retain their league? I think this is the best time as any for Diego Simeone's men to claim the top spot in the Spanish league. Real Madrid obviously have weakened their squad in the same transfer market. So who do you think takes the top spot in the La Liga this season? Um even though the bookies have got Real Madrid winning the title, uh, I, I don't see uh, any pointing evidence that Real Madrid takes the title. They've got a very aging squad. They've got a, a great protagonist up front in Karim Benzema, who might not be able to keep up uh, the levels that he was producing last season. They've lost their walls in the back in the likes of Sergio Ramos and obviously Rafael Varane to Manchester United. Now, with that said, they have replaced uh, with uh, one good def uh, defender, D David Alaba, right? But they are still losing the midfield battle. Feels like specifically with Ancelotti at helm, a transition period at best, with uh, both teams uh, in Barcelona and Real Madrid trying to actually find their feet, but neither one of them actually succeeding. Now, let's talk about Barcelona in the same phase. They've lost the greatest player in their history in Lionel Messi. Uh, no other team has actually strengthened uh, in La Liga. The only team that has from last season is Atletico Madrid, retaining all of their players and obviously uh, adding a brilliant, brilliant midfielder in Rodrigo de Paul. For those of you who don't know, just go ahead and watch his highlights and see the vision that he possesses. An absolute baller on his day should be able to produce great bits of magic for Atletico Madrid. And they've already got a great front line. The only question for me is if uh, their center forward, Luis Suarez, is able to produce at the same level as he did last season. 
But regardless of that, I still feel like Simeone, with his experience, should be able to retain, I think, for the first time in his career, the La Liga title for Atletico de Madrid. So I'm going with Madrid to be the winning team and they should be winning the La Liga title. Uh, I'll be surprised if you've got Madrid or Barca winning this. Well, I think obviously Atletico Madrid are the clear favourites to win the league. They're not my pick to win the league, but I think they are the clear favourites and very rightfully so because they got Rodrigo de Paul, who is a brilliant midfielder as you mentioned. He's an addition to any team. Secondly, they are linked with Bernardo Silva because he's likely to depart because of the arrival of Jack Grealish to Manchester City. So, Bernardo Silva linked with Atletico Madrid is another brilliant signing. He is one of those players who is extremely hardworking and can create chances out of thin air. So that is the kind of player that Bernardo Silva is and if he goes to Atletico Madrid then that pushes my argument to rest and Atletico Madrid will be the key uh, favourites to retain the league title. But I'm going with Barcelona. Barcelona have registered their players due to a 60% wage cut that Gerard Piquet did. So hats off to Piquet for being the Al Presidente of Barcelona and now they have uh, their uh, four new signings available to them to play in La Liga. So that is a very good good thing to do on PK's part. Ronald Koeman has already mentioned that loss of Messi is a big thing, big deal for any team in the world and obviously Barcelona is, was his heart and soul. So they have to cope with it and Ronald Koeman looked really positive when he, is, he was talking uh, before their opening day fixture. So I think uh, Ronald Koeman is a great manager who can make good use of this particular squad. When Messi was in Barcelona, it was a one-man team and when they lost, three players took the blame. Lionel Messi, Sergio Busquets and Gerard Piquet. Now everybody has to take responsibility and in doing so, I think Barcelona will perform better as a team. And I think Barcelona might be good enough to get the La Liga title this season. They are my pick for La Liga this season. Real Madrid, a paper-thin squad. Benzema scored two goals on the opening day last night. but. That is not going to happen in the long run. I think Griezmann is by far, uh, along with Luis Suarez, the favourite to win the top scorer award this season. So I think Barcelona, with the departure of Messi, every dark cloud has a silver lining. And that silver lining will be in the form of league title win for Barcelona this season. Thank you so much for watching another video of FDTV. It's been great to have you joining us. Again, make sure to leave a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. Every single subscription helps. It motivates to put out more football content on a daily basis. Until then, see you next time. FDTV out.